0: We begin today the Gemara, towards the bottom of Daf, Chov, Ahmed Five lines from the bottom of the Omid. The Omar Rabbe and Rabbi said another halacha, Zorak, Tinoik Mirosha, Gag. If uh, someone went and threw a baby from a rooftop, Acher, and someone else comes along, ve'kiblo'i, besayif, and he receives him on a sword that kills this baby. So the question is, who is going to be high for this, that this baby was killed? On one hand, one person threw him down, and if he would have landed on the floor, he would have died. On the other hand, though, when the other person uh, uh, takes his sword and the baby dies not by the sword, so he died a second earlier, or a split second, a moment earlier. So who's going to be high for this? Plukte, Rabbi Yudu ben Beseyri so Rabbi Yudu Ben and the Rabbonon argue about this. Tanya, as we learned in the Maklois. If 10 people beat someone with 10 sticks, Whether they beat him at the same time and as a result from all this beating he died, or It was one after another and at the end, when the last one gave him that clap, he died. Kulam peturim. They're all going to be potter for the fact that this, that this person was killed here. And Rashi brings, the reason is because when the Pasik says, the of Misa, by killing someone, it says, call Nefesh Adam, which means only if this one person that killed him completely, then Yechayim, but not if it was as a result of the fact that there were other people that already beat him before. However, in a case where 10 people beat him and it was one after the other and it's the last one that brought the, the death and he's the one that brought it closer, then the last one would be Chayef. So over here as well, when one person threw this baby from a roof and then someone else came in with a sword and killed him a second before because he brought the death a second before, he's the one that's Chayef for this. Another case says the Gemara now based on this, yeah. Okay, now another case. If the same case where a baby was thrown off a rooftop, and then an ox runs there and goes and uh, it receives this baby on the horns of this ox, which causes the baby to die earlier. So what's going to be the halacha here? So the owner of the ox, is he going to be liable for this? What happens usually if an ox kills somebody? So there's a the halacha of paying Kaifer so in this case, will the owner of the ox have to pay keifer for the fact that his ox caused the baby to die a second earlier? So according to some Rishanim, the, the shaila of the Gemara here now is accor- only according to Rabbi Yehudah ben Beseydeh. That says that if someone else causes that the death happens, and it happens a second earlier, so he's the one that's liable. So we're asking what would happen over here in this case regarding the Shailah. says, The Gemara plucked to the Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yechenem ben and some between Rabbi Shmuel and the Rabbana. The Tanya, because we learned regarding the payment of kaifa when a Shur kills someone. Nasam Pidya Nafshay. You have to give money to redeem your soul. Nafshay. So the question is, who is Pidya Nafsha? How do you evaluate this money that you have to pay when you Shur kills someone? Dmei Nizik. So the Tanakhama says that you evaluate it by the victim. You see the value of how much she was worth. That's how much the Baal HaShur has to pay. But Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Abiyachim Ebrekah, says, no, the main Mazik. You pay the value of how much the Mazik himself, how much, how much he's worth. So therefore, Rashi says, according to Rabbi Shmuel, that says that you evaluate by the Mazik. So in our case, you can evaluate by the value of the Mazik and he'll have to pay. But if you learn that you evaluate by the victim, the Nizik, So over here, once this baby was thrown off the roof and it was destined to die, it has no value anymore. The shoir that that received this baby with its horns and killed it, it was a, a baby that was killed that has no value at that point. So therefore, there's nothing that you would have to pay for this. A person fell from a rooftop. And as she says, we're talking about over here, a situation where a person was on a roof. And there was a regular kind of a wind. And this person wasn't careful. He went on the roof, close to the edge of the roof. And th- this regular wind caused him to fall. The nitka beisha, And he fell onto a woman and, he, and his body got inserted into a woman. So what uh, is going to be the halacha here? And the Gemara here brings the halacha regarding a few different things. So first of all, the halacha is chayev bidalat So now he caused damage to her and he caused uh, different things. That, that, that happened to her. So, he's bedalat He's Yishchayev and four different things. The Gemara will explain what the four things are in a second. However, if this woman happens to be that Yivameh, that woman that uh, was his brother's wife that's waiting to get uh, married to him, and Allah by Yivameh is that the Kedushin or the, the, the Nisuin of Yivameh is through biah when they have marital relations. And as Rashi, he brings this halacha of Bia by a Yevameh is unique, it's different than it is by a regular Isha, by regular Kedushin. The Kenyan of the Yevameh is, even if they had married relations, Beshegig or even Ba'aynes, it doesn't make a difference. But over here though, when he fell, and this is how it happened, in such a case, by Yevameh, will not be kaina, will not do anything. And Ashi says, the reason is, because usually by Yevameh, the reason it is Kainah is because the person was Mechaven for the act of bia. Elamai, he thought it was a different woman, he didn't realize who it is, or he was forced into it. But over here, it's not. It's, some, it's an act that happened that he wasn't Mechaven to at all. The wind just blew him down and he fell down in that position. So in such a case, it does not take effect at all. Okay, now, Chayev... Uh, so in this case, going back to what it said before, that he's a What are the Daladvarim he's going to be Chayev for? For the damage that he causes her, any, any pain he caused her, and the doctor bills sheves, or if she can't work as a result of this. But for Bhaiches, you're not going to be chaif. What's the difference between them? So before I come to Bhishes, the husband been to the others are. Rashi here says that because this person fell with a Ruach Metsuya, so even though he didn't have Kavana to do this to her, but there's a, there's a measure of negligence over here. So therefore Rashi says this is called Karav Lamezid. And therefore Yechayi of all other things. Meaning even though we learned in the previous daf, that when it comes to everything besides Nezek, when it happens you you it. Only for, when it says, that a person always has to pay for damage that he causes, that's only the damage, but not the other four things. If it's a shayig, you're going to be puked. So why over here are you chayev varim? So therefore, Rashi explains the reason is because over here it's not just a simple shaygig; it's karev lemezid. Why is it? Why are you standing on a, a rooftop near the edge when there's a, when there's a wind, regular wind even? But to pay for the embarrassment that he caused her, even though it's karev lemezid, for that he's not going to be chayev. The tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah, ain't a chayev ala you're not to pay for embarrassment until he specifically had intention for the action that he did. And over here, he didn't have kavana for this, and therefore, it's going to be potter from the alakha, Also, same, same thing, but here he specifies more. When a person falls down from a rooftop. So, if it was all of a sudden an unusual wind that came and blew him down. So, over here, you can't say it's cut of kadavlamezid. Over here, the person didn't expect this. Or and he fell on someone, and he damaged, <coughs> and he caused embarrassment. For the damage, the person is still chayev because for this, you still say, even such a kind of anus, a person will be But over here, he's going to be potter to pay any of the other kinds of payment, because this is a kind of a shayi, which is not cut of lamezid. He didn't expect this to happen. So for everything else, he's potter. But if he fell from the rooftop, like the case before, with a usual wind, the and then he damaged, and he embarrassed. So then he's going to be chayev in all four things, because it's karav But he's going to be potter for the embarrassment that he caused. This person that was flying off the rooftop, and uh, as he's flying down, he positions himself. He turns over in such a way that he, he sees that where he's going to fall. And he doesn't want to fall in a place where he's going to hurt himself. So he positions himself to fall on another person that's, that's there, that's standing there or lying there. And as he falls on this other person, he hurts him, he breaks a bone of his body, whatever it is. So then, Chayif, afalabashis Then the person will be Chayif, even for the embarrassment that he caused him. Because he had Kavani, he, he turned his body to that direction that he should fall on that person. Now the Chiddush over here is, that he's chayi for the Baishas, even though he didn't have intention to embarrass that person. He positioned himself and he had intention to fall on him. But the very fact that he had intention to fall on him, that kavana is enough to be mechayi for Baishas. The as we learned in the Braise, where did we learn out this halacha of kavana? That only with kavanah are you chayi for Baishas. From this, I would understand from this that the Pasik says. Pasik there says, there were two people that were fighting and then a woman came along to save her husband, she went and embarrassed one man, she went and grabbed a hold of him. She grabbed him in a private place and she embarrassed him. The Pasuk there says, she she stretched out her hand. So, any day, do I not understand that she held him? If it would have just said in the pasik, I would understand what she did. Why does it have to say the extra word of that she held? Layim comes to say kivushen niskaven is the action. As soon as she did the action and she had kavana to do the action, niskaven Even if it wasn't her intention to embarrass. But if she had kavana for the action, she's chayyaf to pay for the bayishis as well. So here, when this person was falling and he had kavana for the action, meaning he, sw- he switched his position in order to fall on this person, which will embarrass him, even though he didn't want to embarrass him. He just did it for his own hana. He didn't want to fall on the ground and, uh, and hurt himself from the impact. But he, he, he had kavana to switch his position of his body. He'll be chayyaf for the bayishis as well. Vamarabe, another Allah the Rabbi said, He's all Allah is related to the Niskei Adam. When a person damages someone else. So, a person took a coal of fire and put it on some, another person's body. We're talking about another person that's awake and he's, he's, he's conscious. He sees exactly what's going on. So, a person went and put a coal on his heart. And that person died as a result. Potter. The person that did this will be Potter. Because the, the, this person basically, it's just, he burnt himself. It's, why, why didn't you get up and run, or run away or, or remove this coal of fire from your body? So the, the one that put it there is not going to be Chay for this. The person that left it on himself, he's the one that killed himself. Uh, but, al-Bigdai, if he went and placed a coal of fire on, on someone's garment, and it burned his garment... Chayif. For that, you will be Chayef. Because when someone comes and is burning your, your, your clothing, so in such a case, the fact that he left it there is not a sign at all that he's being meichol, that he's leaving it there because he's allowing you to damage his clothing. No, he, the person sank himself, this person is playing around with me, I'm not going to run away. He's, he's going to burn, he's going to tear my clothing or burn my clothing. He's going to pay for it. So there's no reason for me to run away because he's going to buy me new clothing for this. So in that case, you are Chayef. Um, Rav said about the statement of Rav, both of these were taught in a, in a Mishnah. Al, uh, tarvayu tanini. Yeah. Aliboy, where do you see this halacha? If you put a fire by a person's heart and you burn this person. And it's, it's really his fault. He could have walked away. So this is in a Mishnah where it says, Kavash if you hold a person in a fire or on the water, Then you keep him inside there long enough that he couldn't come out and he died. So for this, you held him there long enough until he died. But in a case where you push someone into a fire or you push someone into water. And he's able to run out of the fire or get out of the water. On his own, umes, and he chooses just to stay there inside the fire or to stay there in the water. So then potter, such a case you potter, because he killed himself. Now, that's the halacha regarding al B- Big day, where do we see in the Mishnah this halacha that Rabbi said regarding when you are uh, burning someone's clothing? And then in such a case, even if he just leaves it there and doesn't say anything, you're still going to be responsible for this. That's not nah, as we learned In the Mishnah, if someone comes and says, Krask, susi, You can tear my clothing, you can break my vessel... And you go ahead and do that, Chayef. You're still going to be Chayef for this. The fact that he says you can do it doesn't mean that you won't have to pay for it. It doesn't mean that he's michael the payment. If you want to tear it, tear it. But you're going to have to pay for it. But if he clearly said, Al-Manas lift If he says that you'll be potter if you do so, so then potter. Then you're going to be potter. Because then he specified very clearly that he's being michael for any money damages. rabbe, based on all this, came and asked the question further. Hiniach kachelas alei if a person went and placed a coal on the heart of an evet of someone's evet kanani, and this evet kanani got burned, mahu? What's going to be the halacha over here? According to Rashi, this is talking about an evet kanani that has the ability to run away, but he did not run away. So what's the halacha here? Do I say kegufi domi? It's just like placing it on the on the goof of any person. Where there you say that if the person got hurt or burned, so then it's his fault. He should have ran away. Same thing over here with this Evet Kanani. Since he's a human being, (laughs) he can run away. So therefore, you're not going to be Chayef for his death. And that is also, the the question over here is, if you have to pay his master for the loss of of his death. So in such a case, the loss that he has of the death of his Evet Kanani, you're not responsible because he could have ran away. Or do I say, no, that it's like money that a person owns, that you damage his money. And in such a case, the, the master over here is not being Meichel this. So over here, since this Evet Kanani is owned by this master, so true, the Evet Kanani could have ran away, and it's very foolish of him to not run away. True, on one hand, it's not the foolish of him that he did not run away. But on the other hand, though, if you damage someone else's property, someone's money, you're high for that. In Tim further, Rabbi asked, if you're going to say, that this Evet Kanani, that you burnt him, and he basically didn't run away, even though he could have. But if you're gonna say that it's since you could have ran away, so therefore you're gonna be for this. of mahu. If you put a fire by someone's axe, and uh, do you what? what do we say over here? Do I say that this axe feels the fire and it could run away and therefore you're gonna be part for that I don't know an axe doesn't have that kind of understanding that it could run away After the rabbi asked the Shiloh, Rav himself resolved it and said When it comes to a person's slave that you kill it, it's not, you're, you're not chayev, because it's like putting it on a, on a body of any person and he could have ran away. So you're potter for this. This shoyer, though, is like a person's, mo- is a, a person's money. And in such a case, the shoyer doesn't have any das to remove it or to run away. And for that, you will be chayev. This is Rashi's Pshat in the Gemara. Teisus over here, though, says when the Gemara asks Shaila regarding a person that... Put a coal, a fire, by someone's Evid Kanani. It was. It's referring to uh, Evid Kanani that was tied up and he couldn't run away. And the question is whether his master, that's standing right there, whether the master is the one that can untie him and help him. Then, then he had the shaila. Whether we blame the master for not untying his Eved, or not taking care of this. And as you see, the Gemara's Maskanavi here is Avde Kugufi that because the master is there, he can he can take care of this himself. He should have taken care of this himself. Hadran aloch keitzadaregel. This is the conclusion of the second page of Masecht Baba Kama. I would say that, a shaya that jumps into fire is a crazy shaya. Right. So it means oh, interesting, means, interesting means question. Means yeah, I guess there's a difference between jumping into a fire and having the daas to remove the fire or to go away from the fire. So it seems like. Yeah. Okay. Again, the third page, exact A person puts down a jug in the middle of the someone else walking there comes. Viniskaal and he stumbled upon it. But Niska. vishavra and he broke it. Potter, you're gonna be potter for breaking it in in the middle of the Shusarab. As we'll see right in the beginning, the Gemara will explain this. Now the Im Husagbach if the person walking in the Rishon got damaged by this jug that was placed in the Rishon so the Baal or, is beniska, is for the damages, because he's, he left this jug there in the rishusarabim. or here the missioner uses the term chavis. He left his barrel there in the Rishon that caused this damage. So here the Gemara first addresses the difference in the language that it begins with the term kad, and right afterwards, it says chavis. It says the Gemara, pasach bekad, It starts with the fact that we're talking about a kav, the bechavis, and it concludes with the term chavis. A kad is a smaller uh, barrel or a jug, and a chavis is a larger barrel. Why does it change the expression? And the Gemara brings another two cases later on here in the the, the, in the where they, or the Masechta, where the gemodah, Mishnah does the same thing. There's another Mishnah that says, Zeba There's one person that's walking in the Rosh holding a barrel. Another individual is walking in the Rosh with a beam. And what happened? And this person's jaw got broken with the beam of another person that bumped into him. Potter. will be Potter for the damage that he caused. And the reason is because they both are walking in the Rosh They both have a to go there. So the Ba'al has to be careful that he shouldn't be damaged from someone else. So here as well, the question is that Pasach Bechavis begins with the fact that it's a person that's carrying a barrel, Vesi and Then it says the term Kad, which is smaller, a jug. Third Mishnah, Pnan the Mishnah says, One person is coming with his barrel of wine, shol and another person is coming with a jug of oil, of, of honey, that is. What happened? Nistika Chavis d'vash. the barrel of honey is cracked. And now, so this honey is more valuable than the wine. So therefore, This person that has his his barrel of wine, quickly spilled out his wine. And he saved the honey into his barrel of wine. So for this, that he saved the other person's honey, he'll he'll only have to get paid for this. The Baal Advash has to pay him for the job that he did. For the work that he did like if you would have to hire any worker to do this kind of a job he has to pay him for that but he doesn't have to pay him for the loss of the wine that he decided on his own to spill out so here as well pasach bekad. in the beginning it says that this honey was inside of a kad and we see him b'chavis. And then it says that the honey is inside of a chavis a barrel why does it switch to slushion of kad and chavis saraf papa answers hainu no kad hainu no chavis it's coming to say that kad and chavis And halacha is considered to be the same thing. What's the relevance for this that we're saying that we consider it to be the same thing? When it comes for, in the case of a sale, when a person tells somebody, I'm going to sell you a chavis. And then he brings him a kad. So the buyer can't say, wait a minute, you said you're bringing me a chavis. Why are you giving me a kad? A kad is smaller than a chavis. The moicher could say that chavis and kad is the same thing. I said the term kad, but the term chavis and the term kad is the same thing. That's where the relevance of this of these two the fact that these two expressions mean the same thing. Well, so now the gm clarifies this though. In what case are we talking about? Hey, Chidami, what's the case over here? Elam, if you're gonna say that it's Baasra, it's is in a place, the Kadal chavis that they don't refer to a jog as a barrel, and the like kada, and they don't refer to chavis as a kad. It's two different things, two different terms, and that's clear that people don't interchange these two things. Holy so, people don't call it this way. How could a come and say when he says he's going to give a Chavis, then instead he gives a Kad? He says the Gemara, the case of here must be as follows. Most people do refer to a Kad as a Kad and a Chavis as a Chavis. But the Ikanami, there are a minority of people, the qadul Chavita, that exchange these two expressions and refer to a Chavis with the term Kad or Kad with the term Chavis. So, there's only a minority over here. So, if so, now the I would think to say, Zilba You have to follow the majority. So, if a person, if the seller comes and says, I'm selling you a Chavis, he has to give a Chavis because most people, a Chavis is Dafka larger, it's a barrel. Kamash Malon, that was the Chidish of these Mishnayis that comes and interchanges the terms of Kad and Chavis. It's coming to say, Dein Raif. Comes to money matters, we do not follow Raif. And therefore, even though he said Chavis, nevertheless, he can give a Kad. Right, so what's the of Why don't you follow E'en? So, Tz'chidosh over here explains, the reason is, and Ashir also brings, because over here, there's a halacha of HaMaitz Mechavei Reh The Meicher is the one that has the chazakah on the money, which is in his possession. Usually, when there's a Reh and Miut, we always follow Ere. Tz'chidosh over here says, even when it comes to Dinei Nefashes, when there's a Bezan that has to pass Dinei Nefashes, if the majority of Bezan says the person's Chayiv me the minority says he's not. So you follow the raiv, you misa. Why when it comes to money matters, should it be any less? Why don't we follow raiv? The answer is because the miot that there is, that in our case, the miyot says that kad and chavis are the same thing. The meycha that's arguing that is, is the one that's mukhsik in the money. You want to be mighty from him, money to say that he has to give a chavis more than the kad that he wants to give. So he has a chazakeh together with his miyot, chaskasmameh. Or as Rashi puts it, So therefore, by money matters, you don't follow Reiv. Toysos over here before points out that there's actually a machloikas about this. Usually in Shas, this concept of is brought in the name of Shmuel. And Rav disagrees with this. Rav says even regarding money matters, you go after Rav. But Taisu says it depends on the case. This is going to come up soon later in the Masechta again. Rashi also quotes on Daf Memvav. We'll see this later again. In our case, Taisu says the Meicher can can argue and say I am from the Miut, and we can't argue with him if he says when I was using this terminology, I'm the person from the Miut when I say Chavis. Chavis means Kad. So therefore, I'm only giving you a Kad, a smaller uh, vessel, a jug. You can't argue with that. Just one more thing, Taisus points out over here that the uh, pastus. you could argue and say that can't we just look at the price, what was paid? Kat, Chavis, the one is larger, one is smaller. So just look at the price and you'll know what he meant. So it must be that it's a case where the price is not going to tell you anything, that the price is going to be similar. That's uh, one answer that Taisus says. Okay, that's the Kiddush and the two L'shayinists the Mishnah uses. Now the Gemara will explain the actual halacha of the Mishnah itself. Bo'achah, that someone left this car in the middle of the street, and someone else came and stumbled upon it, and he broke it, so you're going to be potter for this. Says the Gemara, am potter? Why should he be Potter Shouldn't the person have to look and see where he's going? This is, what is it? This is a case of Odom masik. You're walking in the street, and you, and you stumble over something, and you break it. Don't we know that the Klal is Odom muad Lo That a person is always responsible, and therefore, even though someone else put it out in the street, but nevertheless, it's your responsibility to walk in, and, and see what's going on over here. of here points out, we had before in the Gemara, a concept of Kol that usually someone else does something unusual, so then if, you, if your axe goes and does, does something unusual to it, you're going to be potter. But you don't say that by Odama mazik By Odama it doesn't work that way. You, you're responsible for any damage that you cause, so why, sh- why should you not be high for breaking this jog here in the street? So the Gemara brings a few answers. rav, rav. So the yeshiva of rav, he said in, the, said in the name of rav. The case here is, so the person that put down these jugs here in the street didn't just put down one jug. He blocked the whole rishosarabim. You can't get through. He blocked the whole length or width of the rishosarabim with these barrels or, or jugs. So in such a case, the person has to walk through. He's trying to get through. He has no choice. And he broke it. So therefore, in such a case, you're going to be potter. Shmuel amah, Shmuel says, Talking over here in the nighttime, where the person can't see, it's pitch dark, so he couldn't see, and then he walked and he broke such a case. It's a, it's an anus for such a kind of anus, you're going to be Potter. So here, there's a long thesis that explains, there's a very fundamental thesis, this concept, even though we have this concept of <laughs> that a person is responsible for any damage, including uh, inus, but not this kind of it is. It depends what kind of it is. I mentioned once before, even regarding, it says, when a person damages when he's asleep, you're not going to be high for any kind of damage you cause when you're asleep. If someone puts something near you after you fell asleep and then you broke it, that's a kind of it is that you can't do anything about. If you went to sleep in a place where there's something there already, then you're for it over here, nighttime when you can't see at all, for that for that kind of any, it's going to be potter. If it's like if one is this? the what, the what, if it's one, if it's only one, uh, if it's one and it's a little light, if it's light outside, then you will be, Chayif, yeah, the mood, Laila. Rabbi Yechenonah, Rabbi says similar to Shmuel, the case of Erez, Beket and Zavis, it was in a corner. And you turn the corner, the, the, the person put down his jug right there at the corner. When you turn the corner, you miss it. You can't see it before. It's, it's, it's also a kind of anus that it's impossible to see. And therefore, if you break it, you'll be potter. On um, Rav Papa, Rav Papa says about these answers here. The Mishnah, the words of the Mishnah are not going to be precise and well understood. Either like Shmuel's answer or Rav Yechenon's answer. That the person couldn't see it. If it's like Rav's answer that we're talking about over here, that the person that put down these jugs, he filled the whole width of the Rishon Seraven with these jugs. Why would the Mishnah then use the expression that you stumble? You stumbled over it, and therefore you're going to be Pater for this. Afilashavarnami. In such a case, even if you willingly went and broke it, you should also be Pater. Because the person is blocking the Rishusha Surabim. In such a case, you have the right to walk through, even if you... Niskal sounds like he didn't realize. He just stumbled across it. But no, even if you realize and you need to walk through and you broke it, you should also be Pater. Rav Zvid Mishmei Zvid said the name to answer this according to Rav, who Shava? You're right. According to Rav's pshat, even if you saw, and you still walked and broke it, you would also be potter. But I the only reason it says the example, when a person did not realize, and he stumbled upon it, it's all because of the safe of the Mishnah. I did the boy Elu Mishnah safer, because in the safe of the Mishnah, the next halacha, the Mishnah says, that if the person that stumbled upon it, and he got damaged, now the Balahovas have put down these jugs here he 's going to be responsible for this damage Ben Beniskoi the Dafghanisko that 's only in a case where the person didn 't see and he stumbled upon it. Then the Balachovas has to pay for the damage loy. But in a case where he willingly walked over it, he saw and he decided to take the chance and walk over it because he has to walk through. In such a case, the balachavis is not going to be chayiv, even though he blocked the place. But it doesn't matter if he willingly walked over it. The balachavis is not going to be chayiv because now we say he was mazik himself. The dafganiskal over there. It's only if he stumbled and he didn't see Loy. Here, the says, "My timer, who the azik anafshei, because he damaged himself." So, therefore, since in the Sefer, it's only talking about a case where he stumbled and he didn't see, Ketani Reisha So, in the Reisha of the Mishnah, it also uses this term of Nisqal. So, he said that in Marav and they said in the name of Rab Ula, or the other gears here is the name of Rabbi Loy, they said another our Mishnah. Going back to the original question why is this person Potter when he stumbled over these. Uh, of, of these <coughs> jugs that were put in the Rosh shouldn't he look where he's going? So he answered and said, no, he doesn't have to. It's not customary for a person walking the road to have his eyes down and to keep on looking where he's going. A person's walking, he's rushing, he's running, he's walking, doesn't have to look where he's going. It's not his responsibility. Adarab, the one that put it down there, why are you putting down your stuff in the middle of the Rosh That's why you put this. So according to him, you don't have to give any of the answers that we said before. Of the bin there was a story like this that happened in Arda, where somebody um, stripped uh, over these drugs that were placed in the street. And the Shmuel, Shmuel said that he's going to be Chayif to pay for it. Because it's, it's, it wasn't, Shmuel is was going according to point his opinion, it wasn't night time, it was during the day. And Shmuel says, you're walking, you do have to pay attention to what you're doing. With a similar story happened. In Pompadisa, and Rava said also that you chayev for this that you stumbled over it and you broke it. it says the Gemara, Bishleim Shmuel kishmaite the fact that Shmuel was mechayev for this we understand because that follows Shmuel's halacha, as we learned before. During the day, you should look. El Rava, but Rav, that also says you for this. Does that mean that Shmuel also held, sorry, that Robert that is, also held like Shmuel, that a person is expected to look where he's going? And he doesn't hold like Ule uh, like or like Rabbi Loy, that said that ain't okay. darkness that a person does not have to look? So the like, Gemara says, no, Omar Pop uh, explained why Rava passed in this way. It was a different case there. Karne, the Atzra have uh, over there it was by the press. Um, uh, by, the, by the press, a lot of people bring their jugs to be able to, for olive press, and if it's very, very busy, so then. Around the press outside people put down their jugs to, to wait to be able to go into the press So that's an area where that's the way people always do it and people have to put down their jugs over there The keep in the B'rishuzkov, so since they have permission to put it down in that area over here Everybody agrees You have to look in this area to see where you're going and therefore if you broke a jug you stumbled and broke it You are going to be chayev Okay, the Gemara now starts a new union it's uh, <coughs> the only reason that the Gemara brings up this new subject here is because <coughs> in the continuation on the next <coughs> daf, we're going to see the Gemara is going to try to prove this halacha from our Mishnah. But it's a new subject. Uh, 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 to a? a, a to a boy. That's not the same thing. No, it's a jug. Okay, the, the Gemara, the, the maskana of the Gemara is that. Uh, and therefore, you're going to be a uh, potter for this. You talk over here, by, by a buyer, you got damaged in the buyer. The main halacha we're discussing over here is where the person is damaging and breaking these vessels. He's responsible for that. Okay. Shalach le'Navchista sent Rav Nachman to ask him the following shaila. <in> Harey <Hebrew> amru. The halacha was said as follows. And here, this is different cases where a person embarrasses someone. If you if you kick someone not, not with your feet with your knee, so and you embarrass him with this Sholish, you have to pay him three coins for this. That's the shir Chazal estimated high for the embarrassment. Lebiita if you kicked him with your foot, so this is a bigger embarrassment. For this you have to pay five. if you did it with a sonikris, according to Rashi, the sonikris means that it was um, with a with a saddle a donkey a saddle of a donkey. Uh, according to the Rambam, the Pshat is that you punched him with your fist. Shloi that's the biggest embarrassment, you have to pay 13 for this. That's the Allah that was said, regarding embarrassing someone. So now, Rav Chista asked, Rav Nachman, de demara, if you hit someone with the, the handle of a shovel, or de demara, or with the metal part of the of this shovel, my, in such a case, when you embarrass someone, hit him in this way, how much do you have to pay? That was a shyly asked, Rav Nachman. Shalach Leh, sent back to Rav and told him, Chiste Chiste. Knossah Kamagbis Babaval, you're asking me these questions. So we're living here in Babaval. When you pay for Baishas, for embarrassment, this is not a kind of a payment where there's an actual money damage that has to be reimbursed. Embarrassment is considered to be something which is in the category of a knas. And we have the rule. We had it mentioned before in the Masech. There, the knas is something that the Chachamim, the Besdin and Bavel, which were not smuchim, they did not have smicha, they don't have the power to collect this in Bavel. So therefore, he's asking him, "You're collecting this kind of a knas in Bavel." Emily Tell me exactly the story of what happened. Why are you asking me such an interesting question here in Bavel? Shalach <laughs> le. So sent him back and told him, "Here, this is the story that happened." There was this uh, pit of water, a cistern of, that, that contains water in it that belongs to two people. That they shared it, and one day one person would take the water from it, another person, a day the other person. That's, that was the deal. Wow, one of them came and started drawing water from it on a day that was not his day. Amalei, so his friend told him, It's my day, why are you taking my water from my day? He ignored him. So what happened? So he took a, this pande the he took this, uh, no, no. The, what, what? Yeah, this handle of the shovel. He hit him with it to stop him from, from stealing from him, from taking the water from him. That, that, that is the case of what happened over here. Okay, so now he hit him, he embarrassed him. That's why Rav Chista was asking, how much do you have to pay for this embarrassment? So, so Rav Nachman answered to this when he heard the actual story that happened. Male, why, why are you asking how much he has to pay for the embarrassment? Other, other way around. Let him hit him with ten, 10 of these handles of the shovel. Let him hit him again. He's a ganav. The guy is stealing the water from him. He should, he should uh, hit him to stop him from stealing the water from him. And now the Gemara explains, now this, that, you, that someone that steals from you, that you're allowed to go and hit him and stop him, this, this, is, this, is, this is not so simple, because you're taking matters into your own hands, stopping someone from stealing from you, are you allowed to take matters into your own hands? So the Gemara explains, yes, you are. Even according to the opinion that says, In a situation where you have a dispute with your friend, you're not allowed to pasken and take matters into your own hand. Even if you know the halacha, and you know that you're right, you're still not allowed to go take matters into your own hand. You have to go to the Bezden. Okay, that's true. One that, mandalma holds this, but, in our case is different. In a case where there's a Shay yeah. over here you could him for yourself. By the time you're going to go to the Bezden, this person is emptying your cistern from the water on this day, he, he, he's stealing from you, in such a case you're allowed to prevent him. Okay, so therefore over here, no, the Gemara brings the, the source of this Machlekes regarding, are you allowed to take matters into your own hand without going, going to the Bezden? The Itmer of so we learned the following Machlekes. Rabbi Yehuda says, A person may not pasken a din for himself, and that's even when he knows that he's right. The power to pasken for this was only given to the Bezden. You have to go to the Bezden for this. Rav Nachman says, No, a person is allowed to pass him for on, on his own. If he knows that he's right, he, he is allowed to pass him for himself. So here, again, here the Gemara explains, Hey, say that in a case where a guy's coming and stealing from you right now. And so, there's a loss. If you're not going to stop him right now, then it's gone. He stole it already. Everybody agrees that you're allowed to stop him. You could do this din for yourself. The whole argument over here is when you have a dispute with your friend about a money matter and going to the Bezdom will not be a loss. You can wait, you can go to the Bezdom. For that you have to go to a Bezdom. Rav not Omar, Rav for says, Since there's no loss about this, so therefore you have to go to the Bezdom. Let the Dayanim are the, 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 the ones that are supposed to settle a dispute. The person can't settle it on his own. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, in Ishdinel and a person can settle the dispute for himself. The Even the bedin of it, since he knows that he's right, Torah. he doesn't have to go through the bother and the hassle to go to the bezdin and the whole, which could be very bothersome. He can pass him for himself." This machleikus exactly what this machleikus is about. According to the Rosh, the machleikus over here is not whether you can take the matter in your own hands regarding the actual money matter. That is Pashit, you can pass him for yourself. If you know you're right, if you know this person borrowed $1,000 from you, you and, and he owes you the money, you can take matters into your own hand and take the money from him. The only machlaik is regarding the case that happened over here that he hit him physically. Are you allowed to do something physically to stop a person from stealing from you, even in a case where there's no pseide? There? That's the shaila. If you can take matters into your own hand physically by physical force. But other the Rambam, other say that no, the machlekes here is not regarding uh, physical force. The, the machlekes is re- even regarding the money. Are you allowed to take matters into your own hands? Rav, uh, who's it over here? Rav, um, Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says that even regarding the money matter, you're not allowed to take matters into your own hand. You have to go to the Bezan, and because of the taita, that's why the taita designated a Bezan, to settle the disputes, and a person may not take the matters into his own hand. But the actual, we're going to see a very good discussion in the next half. The actual halacha is Ovid Inish Dino Linafsheh. The person is allowed to take matters into his own hand. As long as he knows that halacha is 100% true and he's right, then he does not have to go through the hassle of going to the bezin.